Hey there, I am so excited to let you know that my upcoming book, Building Your Money Machine, is available for pre-order. Now, you might say, why do I want to pre-order a book that I'm not going to get until June 11th, 2024, when it comes out? Here's why. First off, it's going to get you access to a, a whole handful of wealth resources that you can't get anywhere else. They will go away. These are special resources, trainings and tools and, and templates that allow you to implement them into your life, to get financial freedom started in your life. The whole idea behind this book is to alight the path to financial freedom so you get the chance to live a life of choice not a life of need, to be able to choose what you do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. And yet we seem to not want to talk about financial freedom or money or wealth because we demonize it. But the fact is, is that it's just a tool. And if we use the tool correctly, we have a richer lifestyle, but we have a deeper impact. People's lives are better. And I want to have that conversation and I want to have it frankly. I want to have it openly. I want to give you the step-by-step -step process to get yourself the financial freedom. And that's what this book does for you. It's about getting your money to work harder for you than you did for it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to yourmoneymachinebook.com. Check out the wealth resources that you get for free, but they're going to expire. So you need to pre-order the book today, put your information in, and then we'll make sure that we get you the resources to get you on the road and on the path to financial freedom. And until I get a chance to see you on the road or see you on that path, always, always strive to live a life that outlives you. See you soon. Hey there, I'm Mel Abraham, the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur's Solution. Hope you've gotten it uh, and you've had a chance to, to read it. But if not, it's still available. But at any rate, um, welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur's Solution Show. This episode, I, I'm going to continue. You know, last episode we talked about self-leadership. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to continue about leadership, but how a leader shows up. What is a leader mean and the things about a leader. It's because I had a question posed to me this weekend, this past weekend, as I was out to dinner about leadership and how to frame that. So we'll get to that question. We'll get to the framework, how high I see leadership and the difference between effective and ineffective leadership in the thinking and the process right after this uh, brief introduction. So I'll see you right back here after this brief int introduction. And at the same time, realize that I'm going to give you a, a tool, uh, a downloadable, it's called the Leadership Advantage. Uh, and in order for you to get that, go ahead and go to melabraham.com forward slash session 038. And if you're not at your computer and you're out running around doing things and and uh maybe you're at the gym maybe you're you're driving whatever whatever it is do it safely but you can also get the download link by just texting my legacy one word no spaces to 38470 i want to make sure that you get all the tools all the value all the things that can guide you to your success and so i'll see you right back here after this brief introduction see you soon bye Welcome to the Entrepreneur Solution, where highly successful entrepreneur Mel Abraham becomes your entrepreneurial mentor. Here, Mel reveals his business building strategies and even gets a chance to answer your questions. Mel Abraham, a CPA by education, but an entrepreneur by exhilaration and a true believer in the entrepreneurial way of life. 
It's through entrepreneurship that we create community, support society, and live our dreams. It's where possibility meets reality again, and you can have the life and lifestyle you want, one of freedom and peace of mind. Welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Solution, where it's time for you to be bold, dream big, and live life your way. Hey there, welcome back. I'm Mel Abraham, the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur's Solution, and the founder of Business Breakthrough Academy, where we teach you how to design a business and create a life, a life of financial freedom and peace of mind. And so welcome back to this uh, episode of The Entrepreneur's Solution Show. And, and in this episode, we're going to continue kind of on the leadership theme. And, and in the last episode, we talked about self-leadership and how I believe that before we get into self-development and personal development, we need to think about how do we lead ourselves. But now I want to shift gears a little bit. If we're leading ourselves, then how do we lead others? And this came about because I had a conversation with, uh, with two amazing uh, leaders uh, in, in leadership, in, in the executive suite, who have have both of them in their own right, both the uh, uh, ladies in their own right, have been responsible for hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of sales uh, through their leadership efforts. But, but more importantly, what they've been responsible for is the development of people, the development of teams, the cohesiveness that, that uh, created that. And one of the questions that came out, up during our conversation was this concept of, of there are some leaders that actually look at a corporate ladder, that actually look at a pathway and think that methodically we ought to be only looking at getting to that, that corner office, only looking at what what that trajectory is and 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 I thought about it and said but but the reality is from a a, a people standpoint from an individual standpoint we we operate on a couple of different levels you know for instance and, and you can relate this back to in a sense Maslow's hierarchy of needs and that is if all we're trying to do if if we go into leadership perspective and all we're trying to do is lead from the perspective of here's your title and here's your paycheck that only goes so far and and i i really believe that that's not what leaders do i think the job of a leader is not to manage it's to lead and management versus leading are totally different things Uh, and and so if it is to lead what are we leading to? What are we leading from? What are we leading and guiding for? And my belief is that a leader is there to do one thing, and that is to develop more leaders. And when we're successful, and, and these two ladies are immensely successful at doing that, when, when we're successful at developing other leaders, we are serving at the highest level. Now, maybe, it, maybe it's that, that from a corporate standpoint, we may not want to necessarily continue our, path, our upward path because we're in the place, we're in our, in our zone, we are in our element, we are, are in our wheelhouse. We're doing the things that we love to do and we're getting phenomenal results doing them and we're creating and allowing people to grow to their best, to their potential. And, and so, so when we look at it from that perspective, I think that leadership takes on a different role. 
because we're not there to lead in effect to manage the tasks that they're doing or even to manage the results that they get. We're there to lead to create additional leaders. And when we do that, the results, the profits, the production, the productivity, all of that becomes the byproduct of the efforts and the process that we go through. So what is the process? And this is what I call, the last time we had the funnel of self-leadership, this is the funnel of leadership itself. It's about leading teams and what I believe our role as a leader is. And one of the first fundamental roles of a leader, I think, is to enroll. To enroll the people that may be qualified candidates, as I call them, to enroll the folks into a mission, to enroll them into uh, a vision, to enroll them into a purpose that is beyond punching a clock and getting a paycheck. Then the next element, and, and we'll talk further about this uh, in, in a moment, but the next element is, great, we got them enrolled, we got their attention, how do we engage them? How do we truly engage them? How do we get them to a point where they're fully engaged with what they do? Now, part of that is to make sure that we're consistent and aligned with their values, with their vision, with their purpose, and, and working at it from, from that perspective to engage them in something that is meaningful to them that isn't just some checkbox on a list or isn't just some profit line on a financial statement. I know that's that's kind of crazy stuff coming from an, from an accountant, but I, I believe that profit's the byproduct of the people that are working in the element for the purpose, on the mission, with the vision, and going forward. And when we, we support them, when we give them the tools to grow, when we, we give them that vision and we give them the ability to do what they do best and then give them the, the opportunity to, to coach them through it, the bottom line will take care of itself. It, it, it truly will. So once we enroll them and engage them, then the next piece is to empower them. We don't want to tie their hands. We want to empower them at, at a level where they, they really feel like they have meaning, that they have importance, that they have appreciation, that they have gratitude for the things that they're doing, that they're not some cog in the wheel that really have no, no bearing and that you, you disregard them in the process. And then the next level is what, what I call to, is to educate them. Because I, I really believe that, that as a leader, one of the elements of that leadership is to lead our team, to lead our people to a higher level, to, to feel that they're, they're becoming more. The, the human spirit, in my opinion, and this is you know, only my opinion, you may argue with it, but in my opinion, the human spirit is natural tendency. The natural tendency of that human spirit is to grow, to expand, to be more, to do more, to, to impact more. And I'm not talking about acquiring stuff. I'm not talking about materialistic and look at all the toys and keeping up with the Joneses. It's about being more in society, being more as a, as a parent uh, to your child, being more uh, to, as, a, as a spouse to, to your spouse or your significant other, being more as a, as a son to a parent, being more as a sibling to a sibling, to uh, being more as a as a uh, peer to a peer, it, it, it's, it's about showing up at a different level. Now, at the same time, as a leader for 
a team in business, they, they are really looking for growth in their skill set. And, and the reason for that is that in order for people to feel valued, they need to create value. And one of the things that they, one of the ways they create value is to continue to grow and find new ways to provide value, not only to the organization, but the people the organization serves. And people find meaning in that because they feel like they mattered. And so one of the things that we want to do is to educate them. And then the last piece of this is really about elevating them. Remember I said it's about leaders are there to develop leaders. It's not about managing them. And I've seen leaders and leadership structures where they're worried about managing people and what have you got done? Let me see the timesheets. Let me see the call sheets. Let me see your, you know, your, your, your productivity sheets. Let me see all of that. And it's not about that. You'll get that from them when you elevate them to a higher level, when you educate them, when you empower them, when, you engage, when they're engaged and when they're enrolled. So what does this all mean? And, and when I look at this, if, if we look at this and say, all right, let's divide this funnel. Let's divide this, this cone of leadership, if you will, this funnel of leadership into two sides. One side is, is effective leadership, in my mind, and the other side is the ineffective leadership. When I look at this, in, if I fail at the fundamental level of enrolling people, I'll end up with no one. I'll end up with no one in the organization, no one uh, paying attention to the organization, no one in the process of being willing to support my mission, my vision, and my purpose. But if I get this right and I enroll them, I got all the qualified candidates I want. All of them. They're there. And they come running to us because we're enrolling them. Now let's go to the next level, the engage. When I'm ineffective engaging uh, folks, then we get inconsistent results. They're spotty. They may take time off, uh, uh, and I believe in time off, but they may take time off just because it's one thing to take time off to what I call the three R's, to reflect, um, to reconnect, and to rejuvenate. But it's another thing to take time off because they hate coming to work. If they're engaged, they're going to they're gonna have consistent performance. Okay, They're going to have consistent uh, work ethic. They're going to have a consistent attitude. But we got to engage them right. So, so if we get the engage part wrong, we're not going to get that from them. We're going to get a lot of inconsistencies, inconsistent performance, inconsistent incons uh, support, inconsistent showing up, all of that. But we get it right. Therefore, they're there for us. They're dependable. And they're engaged in the process. Well, what about empower? If we get this empower piece wrong, where, where we're not empowering them to do things, then they're simply going to be checklist driven. They're going to be task driven. They're the ones that are going to punch the clock and do what they need to do at the minimum standard to get by. And you're not going to feel good about it and they're not going to feel good about it. But when we empower them, they're going to come up with ideas. They're going to be more innovative. They're going to be willing to explore. Is there a better way to serve at a higher level? Are there things that I could be doing differently that we could do better as an organization? That's what, what will allow the organization to grow. I mean, hell, organizations like, uh, like Google, Google gives them innovative time. They get a chance to take 20% of their time and spend it on projects that interest them. And through that process, that's what came out of with Gmail and all of the, and, and many of the different uh, 
projects that came out of Google came out of this innovative element because they empowered their people, the people that they were leading. They empowered them to think differently, that they weren't task oriented, they weren't so concerned about that one task and say, this is all you do. This is all you do and just check it off, check it off every day, eight hours a day. Well, let's look at education. And if we don't educate our people, if we don't allow them to grow from a, a knowledge standpoint, from a skill, stand, st skill set standpoint, they stagnate. And, and when we stagnate, we start to shrivel and die. Versus when we give them uh, tools, when we give them education, when you turn around and do things such as, and I'm not talking about just technical skills, I'm talking about even soft skills, communication skills, interpersonal skills, sending them to seminars, sending them to, to programs, sending them to, to charitable uh, events and community service events is a way to educate them. And when you do that, they feel like they're growing. They're growing in, in, in skill set, in value, and in meaning, in purpose in their life. And that's a, a whole different ballgame. And then when we, we elevate them, if we don't get this elevate piece right, we're not treating them the well. And they're not going to feel uh, appreciated. They're not going to feel grateful for, for what they do. They're going to look, look at it uh, over time. And when the, 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 a, a better uh, alternative comes up, they're gone. They leave. So, so it's important that we elevate them so they see a higher role for them to play. And that we're willing to move them up. Remember, leaders develop leaders. So we shouldn't be threatened that someone's developing fast and they may move beyond us. Uh, these two individuals that I was talking to, there's plenty of folks that they nurtured as they came up and they went beyond them. They're serving their purpose in a meaningful, passionate way. And that's the key. So we need to get this elevate part right. And, and as I sat back and thought about this framework, and what it means, I realized something. That, that the stuff, the stuff that, that is on the ineffective side is coming out of the industrial age. The industrial age thinking of task-driven, assembly line stuff, get, get it done kind of work, you know, punch the clock type of work is, is where that comes from. And it worked. It worked during the industrial age. But you know what? We're not in the industrial age anymore. When, when you think about it, we've gone from, I guess, stone age, if you will, ice age, stone age, uh, to in ag agricultural age, to industrial age, to then information age and technology age. I think we're in the connection age now. And, and if we're truly to be in the environment that our society is hungry for, we need to connect with people. And that's how effective leadership comes about. It's by enrolling, engaging, and empowering, and educating, and elevating them to a level that they feel that they matter. And when they feel that they matter, your bottom line will be taken care of on its own because they will be willing to fight for you. This is the way that you create an army of champions for your cause, an army of folks that will fight to the end for you. I, you know, a, a good friend of mine, um, Gary Erickson, is one of the is uh, the founder of Cliff Bar. You, you know, he does this, and the way he teaches and and works with his people. And this is a story about when he, um, before he even founded Cliff Bar, he was a manager of 
uh, of a bike shop. And as the manager of the bike shop, you know, he had the responsibility of, of managing the team there. And the owner of the bike shop happened to come in one day, and there's Gary in the bathroom cleaning the toilets. And, and the owner says, hey, G Gary, Gar Gary, I, I, don't, I don't pay you to do this. That's for them to do. As if there was a difference between Gary and them. And Gary looks at, looks at the owner and says, Oh, no, 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 no. You do pay me to do this. He says, No, I, I don't. You're the manager and you need to manage. He says, You're right. I am the manager. And one of the things I need to manage is their morale and how they value themselves and to set an example for them. And what you want me to do is to make sure that they're happy here and for that purpose, to set an example, I need to be doing this. And that's the way Gary went from bike manager. That's not really how he got to Cliff Bar, but it's the same philosophy that he brought to Cliff Bar and built an organization of, of an army of champions of a cause and a mission. Their number one priority is people first. And that's the way he's treated everyone. That's the way he's built his, his company. And he has built one of the most successful uh, companies around, privately held, taking care of, 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 other, uh, uh, of all his people in a way that when the low-carb diet came in or when the, the tainted peanut scare came in, they, they all looked at him. They all rallied behind him and said, Gary, we got this. Don't worry. We got this. We're going to find the alternatives. We'll make it work and we're going to survive this. That's what happens when you work in the connection age, you've got effective leadership and you've enrolled them, you've engaged them, you've empowered them, you've educated them, and you've elevated them. And that's what I think the role of leadership is. That's funnel of leadership. I think that's our role of a leader. It's not to just get the results at the bottom line. It's to develop people to the highest level. And when we develop people to the highest level, the results at the bottom line will be the byproduct. I hope you found this of value. I hope you, you uh, will take, take this in and start reflecting and, and, and asking yourselves, am I doing this? Am I giving this to my people? Am I allowing them to be engaged, to, en and to enroll them, to be engaged? Am I giving them uh, the power to do the things, to be in, uh, innovative? Am I developing and giving them skills, additional skills or value sets, and am I elevating them in the process. So, so I hope you had uh, found this of value. And, and uh, if you haven't done so already, do me a favor, subscribe, be part of our community, be part of this journey with, with us. We've got a, a tremendous number of, of subscribers on, on this, uh, this channel and on the podcast and on the blog that, that I think are the army of entrepreneurs. We live in a society where I think entrepreneurship is the key to changing and shifting everything we have. And we have all these micro entrepreneurs making a difference, making a difference, living life their way and having the freedom to do things and the peace of mind. And in that journey, that's what I feel like I'm here to do is to give you the information, to give you the tools, to give you a place to go to get some answers so you can develop to your fullest. So I can try to lead you through that process. So make sure you subscribe to be to get access to all this training and and the things that I have for you and and do me a favor while you're at it share it with a friend. 
Click the share button, share it with a friend, let them know that this information is accessible, it's out there, that they don't have to try to figure out business on their own, and that there is a way to create a business of meaning with profit at, at, this, at the same time and, and do that. And again, if you want to download the Leadership Advantage uh, tool, go to uh, melabraham.com forward slash session 038. And if you're not at the computer, go ahead and just send, send me a text. Text it uh, to 38470, my legacy, one word. And I'll make sure that we get you the download link so you can get access uh, to that tool. And if you uh, have a question for me, and, and I've had a lot of questions come in, just go to askmelnow.com. Leave me the question. That's askmelnow.com. Leave me your question there. I'll make sure that I get your question answered on one of the upcoming uh, episodes of the show so you can feel supported, so you can make sure that you continue on your journey based on your life and on your road to success. And, and if I can have any little part of that, I would feel blessed and honored to uh, be part of it. So I hope to see you, hope to hear from you, hope to uh, see you soon. And until we get a chance to uh, talk again, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you get access to all of Mel's business and success tips. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you have a specific business or success question, you can ask it at www.askmelnow.com. Remember, it's all about being bold, dreaming big, and living life your way. Because the world needs you. Until the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant.